This is part six already. Welcome to the Dresden Files podcast, part six already of the Gold Days. And last part, it needs to it needs to be titled that part it six needs, already. Like, it needs it needs to die already. <laughs> like we haven't spent three months talking about this one book. It needs to die like because the, the we queens need of fairy. There you go. There's the lead in. We should start getting of some of Jacob's oh, favorite so. people on. Mm. We should start talking to people about time traveling Murphys and you know, I. I say equal rights, right? We've got to have equal airtime for everybody's crazy ass theories. No, I'm I, sorry, I can't. I disagree. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Oh, we are not the news that likes to perpetuate these false equivalence na- narratives. Some people what, are just stupid. We got to somehow platform this up, right? Are we the. We'll come up with something. I don't know. Oh, good. So. <laughs> First off, we have news. What is the news there, Jacob? The news is that in two weeks we're going to have news. Yeah. <laughs> How the exciting! Was, the news was a general <laughs> announcement that there will be an announcement <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Stop preparing! <laughs> Just play the movie already. Like, I mean, I hope. What you is have all this bottled, preparing? I hope you have your bottled water ready because you're in for a wait. Sorry, it just it hit me in the moment. I was like, yeah, we our news is he's got news. Yep, eventually <laughs> maybe. And, and we all I think, decided it's really just going to be to tell us that he decided to stop fostering the cat and he's adopting it. Probably. <laughs> That's going to yeah. be the news. And I mean, th- this cat, is it named after one of the awesome cats that he's created? Or like, would he change the name if he f- officially adopted it? Well, the cat's name is Fenris. I assume he, That's pretty cool he came too, up though. with that. So. Fenris was right. my dog's name. I like this cat already. He's probably one of those authors where he's like, I can't reuse one of my character names as like my animal name because then I'll conflate the two more yeah. and then uh-huh. I'll never be able to kill off the one because it's like, no, not mouse. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. So, spoilers. Wow, that was harsh. No. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> got some judgment there. Or is one of you guys playing Diablo on the side? Seriously, seriously. I don't know, Diablo Force not out yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the three still there. Anyway, so <coughs> no. I I keep coming back to this because I don't remember if we talked about it, but he's supposedly totally like done done with his rewrites and stuff, and sent it to the publisher too. So, like, I think that's all we've got. As far you're as not you're not getting a rush for Christmas, though, people. So I, would, I don't think. Yeah. Yes. 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 But when is Mirror Mirror coming out? Yeah. What? When's Heel Turn coming out? Is the real question. Uh, uh, what about Cinder Spires Part 2? Cinder Spires Part 2. Yeah. This is not but, a Cinder Spires podcast. Exactly. Oh my God. Like, Cinder- while that's a... also going to yeah. come out, the point is to come out with like, when when is the BAT going to come out? Because, you know, we need well, 11 more books from now. So I kind of just want it to come out before I die at this point. Before he dies. I want it just come out. Well, you should maybe move to another state then. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> where there aren't wildfires and earthquakes and... Right. Like, even on the Acts of God scale, you're pretty high up there on the risk. So, yeah, you... Uh, where Wyoming's fairly safe. North Dakota, other than Yellowstone. Yeah, other than Montana. Yellowstone. But... Lots of open space. Florida is seismically stable, but the hurricane thing, so, you know. But... Yeah, hurricanes are known. Yeah, but her okay. crapshoot anyway. Okay. So I'm oh, trying wait, to find him. Be professional and 11. work now. Why? Why we're, would we do that? We're getting paid by the hour. <laughs> I'm trying to find it, but didn't he post? Didn't, wasn't there a post on Facebook about a TV show or something? I think it's the same thing that he posted last year, right? Is that it's beneficial? Yeah. For yeah. Are, are, are you talking about talks the, to be in talks to be maybe yeah. you'll get a TV show? The, the subreddit post about the TV show that was like a year old. Yeah. No, I felt I just thought there was a post on the Facebook that he on his birthday. They was like, "There is definitely one coming." Yeah, Which is exactly that, what he posted a year old, ago. Yeah, okay. that was an old one. So because people who read the subreddit don't <laughs> the surprise, it's going to be a re-release of the old show. It's coming. It's remastered. Yes, you can oh really God. see the don't... scales on. Uh, it's been dubbed Asian over. Yeah. Remasters, like if they're not done right. Cold days. Woo. What about it? Chapter where, where forty-six. Okay. We're at the Wait, end. Was this before or after the we got naked and covered in mud and then we like before they're heading up the hill naked and covered in mud. Yeah. We, oh, right, we got that wrong because we talked about yeah we talked about how Harry didn't need to right but he, he was able to go through clothes. but he lost all his clothes because but he right. did specifically take off the duster before that 
as right. one does. Right. Everyone I mean, else. It's like you just got that. You know. Did the mud yeah. thing. So he right. they're they're going up the hill and he's feeling suspicious about Mac and Sarissa, and so he makes Mac or Mouse do the rear guard. Right. And uh, they come across the barrier of light and prettiness. Mm-hmm. And they stare at that for a minute. Magic circles. Yeah. It looked pretty like starlight. And then he has this like light bulb moment of it has to be pretty to counter the ugly inside. And they would talk, make charity talk in her church voice and things like that. I see. Mm. So he gets inside, but he's naked and pretty much weaponless. And then. He ha- he gets confronted by Fix, which is like yeah. honestly some some pretty badass stuff in general anyway, right? So, because first of all, this is one of the first and only times we see Fix be like actual summer night, even though he kind of fought the fetches, right? But he was just like a pylon at that point in Proven Guilty. But uh, like this is him versus the Winter Night, which is the only which, time we've seen that. Which is yeah. the better fight, this one or the one in the deeps? The duel. The duel, is, the duel is so much better because Ramirez is there. So, like, I I love me some Dresden and Fix and you know the banter and and the and the fact that like despite the fact that they're literally fire and water, okay, that nice. Fix can settle down and have a conversation and be like, you know, I mean, come on, we've already started quoting Princess Bride. Maybe that's my headspace, but it's like you seem a decent fellow. I hate to kill you, you know. It's like you this seem is a decent a fellow. I hate to die. Right, this is a very honorable fight as far as Dresden goes. Well, until the end, yeah, sure. What about I forgot? About I mean, it's, it's neither one is as good a fight as listens to win and shag nasty, either way, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah, really, that you is put, a cool. Fight, I, I love me that fight, but Ramirez, I guess we're talking kind of talking duels here, not so much like fight. there's a little the duel and changes. Well, that, that one, one that was that one's that's fun, one of the only times you actually just get to see him wipe the floor with someone exactly. <laughs> there's no that, back and forth, there's no pulling it out of his ass. He's just straight up like, no, just, I'm just better than you, yep. right? It's it's fun, and you get to see him be smart, which are my preferred battles of his, but it's also blink and you miss it, you know, by comparison. So, whereas like this one, you get to see him be clever, and you actually get to see him open up the throttle on the winter side. And be like, hey, if I keep being hairy about this, Fix is going to kick my ass because I'm fucking naked. But this is what the winter mantle does. Maybe I should just let it do its thing. Sort of. Well, he's so, also which, realizing that Fix is being uh, kind of told what to do by the summer mantle. And if he goes by the winter mantle, all they're going to do is get a stalemate. So he true. has to go counter to what Fix is expecting via his mantle. But he, he kind of switches that up in the middle, right? Because he still starts out by, like, that's where he gets the ice claws and the, like, cold doesn't seem that's to bother him. after he and Fix team up. And, and he jumps 15 Is feet it? or something? Okay. Yeah. Right. So, Which, like, that's he, fun. He gets into the, the circle, and he sees the, like, pyramids going after Demon Reach because fairy magic and trying to destroy Demon Reach. And Albert is... It's Albert. Alfred. Alfred's standing <laughs> Albert. <laughs> I have yeah. done that too many times. <laughs> You have Prince Alfred in a can. <laughs> better let him out. Or not in Demon Reach. Don't let him out of the can. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, so they're... The ladies and their coteries are standing there trying to dismantle Demon Reach, and Fix is going to fight him, and because Harry is so much at a disadvantage, he has to be clever, which is really cool. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting to think of Fix especially when Harry kind of unstabilizes him a little. Lily can't handle her mantle as much as Fix has clearly been able to handle his. Right. Yeah, I mean, Fix seems like he's pretty... Like, they're pretty... It's together. Like, there's nothing... It doesn't even struggle. Well, it's been, what, ten? Ten books since Summer Night, right? So he's been the Summer Night roughly 10 years you know his his, his natural impulse is might align with the, the mantle as well like i don't right. know 
Well, because I, I was, so I was talking to this with one of my family members who's visiting right now and she's become a fan and, you know, talking about the headspace and whatnot. And, and like the, the classic conversation we go back to, which is like, how long is Molly going to be Molly and how long's fix going to be fixed and Lily and whatever. And it's like, Lily is your litmus test, right? Molly's got at least that long before she starts to become, you know, the winter lady or whatever. But honestly, there's a lot to be said. And I, I feel like I've brought this up before as well, but it's like ship of Theseus. You've got probably about seven years before you are a different person by, you know, some philosophical and other standards, right? So, you know, after seven years, enough of you has been replaced and whatever. We've talked about it. Maybe it's generational or whatever, but certainly 10 years is a long time to be doing the work he's doing. You know, does he have Dresden's style of up and down time where he only has one big fight a year and this is his one bad day this year? Or because he's the winter night, like he's fucking all the time fighting. Summer night. Yeah, sorry, thank you. He's all the time fighting winter forces and whatever, you know, so he's been at this a while. But because he and Dresden have kept in touch, you know, they're still friendly. And he's also, let's face it, he's immortal because we see this pushing on Harry's side and how intense it is, but on a sliding scale, the knights are always going to have, even taking the mother's conversation into consideration, they're always going to have an easier time as compared to the ladies, the queens. Yeah, I mean, in, in the end, as, as demonstrated by Harry, they still have free will. Right. right. So they're always going to have it a little bit easier than someone on Molly and now Sarissa's uh, level on Mab and Titania. Sure. Even if you see them easily giving into it, but these are also... Most of the knights throughout the course of history don't have the same kind of discipline that Harry has. I mean, he was already a wizard first. Right, and that's that was the thing I was going to bring up uh, as well, is like Harry also has external experience, whereas Fix was a nobody, he was a mouse, he was scared, and then he got power. Whereas like Harry knows what power is and what it does to people because he had it already, and he had it from a different source. And so... Fix may be crutching on the mantle a little harder than Harry does because Harry's actually resisting it, for example. Whereas Fix is be like, dude, I've never been sexier. I've never been more buff. I've never been able to kick an ogre's ass before, uh, you know, or a troll in, in this case. And so, you know, there's some differences there. And I think that's part of where Fix gets duped, right? Is like the director said, you know, Harry's like, wait a minute, if I just go winter on summer, it's going to be a stalemate because that's literally the point. But this is why Mab wants Harry, in my opinion, is that Harry is able to think outside the box. He's able to, you know, subvert some of those things. And he's able to at least put enough spin on it to break the stalemate, you know. Mm -hmm. And he does remember of the tools that he has, even if he's naked, is uh, all the skill that he has, control, and the intellectus, which he uses against Fix very easily. Right. When he goes but not just that, not Fix just that. into attacking him, he's exactly. able to know exactly when and how and where is he going to land and then use the nail that he found on the ground. Right. Yeah, so like the intellectus definitely gives him a huge edge, right? That can't be discounted, but like a big part of it is plan too is to push Fix off balance by feeding into his perceptions. Fix thinks Harry is, you know, being pushed towards the dark side. Fix thinks that Harry is given over to the winter mantle and whatever, and so Harry feeds into that. And in in a way it's it's a verbal aikido. He uses his enemy's momentum against him, you know, and he basically says, Fix has got all these preconceptions about how this is going to go. I'm going to play Dirty Harry for a second and be like, yeah, let's let's play on some of those preconceptions a little bit. And I'm a total dick and a monster for doing it, but I got to win so I can stop them. And he plays and, and, his, emo his emotional state, which is probably heightened by the summer mantle. Well, and exactly, it's, and he's so, it. as you say, so dependent on the summer mantle. There's that much there too. So he's right. playing not just on fix, but the summer night that he's becoming. Right. So anyway, Harry finds a nail, goads fix, uses the nail basically to to disable him, and then it's great because the way that I remember is fix is pretty much like. Oh, you clever motherfucker, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> you totally pulled that over on me. And then they actually have a conversation, right? Because well, after Lily loses her shit, because okay. uh, he says right, he night takes knocked. night right. and Lily is worried about him. And Maeve right. starts doing her glamour of twisting whatever Harry's saying into driving Lily more into the righteous can't see straight rage. Right. And she burns the hilltop. 
And the only thing that isn't burned is Harry because he was putting up a shield and Fix, who was right behind him. Right. And then Fix actually does, like, he does vouch for Harry a little bit here, yeah, too, right? Where because it's like... she uh, goes after him more and she does her little star thing, which is like the better version of Harry's little son thing that he did to Molly. Right. And there's no way he'd be able to survive that. But he'd taken the nail out of Fix to use it against Lily if he could. All right. And so then Fix is awake and listening to everything. And when she's about to murder him, he stops Lily, tells her to think about what is actually happening and who was protecting him when she was afraid that Fix was hurt. Right. Lily would have killed him, killed Fix, if Harry hadn't stepped in. Which would just be crazy in its own right, too. So, yeah. But yeah. I had then, an observation real quick before we get too much further. Uh, uh, the, the ritual that they're doing, it's uh, uh, Lily and Maeve, and each of them has uh, nine people behind them. That's a 20-person ritual. Have you seen anything that big before? Or maybe fairy magic plays by different rules? Because I thought that 12, 13 was kind of the threshold 13. for the series. 13. 13 for a magic circle. Yeah. Whatever for magic was. circle. Well, no, because sure, It's still ritual. He literally brings this up even in Stormfront. He's like, maybe I could rip the hearts out of people's bodies from across the town if I had 13 people. Well, why 13? Because that's literally the max. It's brought up there and he brings it up again. I think in uh, Blood Rites, you know, because he's like, oh my God, you know, it's like there's so much power in this ritual. But there are ways to have patrons and other things that yeah. kind of bend I the I don't rules, think this so. is a ritual in the same way. I think so they used the architecture that's already built into Demon Reach to erect the circle, which is a, its own warden failsafe to keep mm -hmm. everything contained. And then from there, they're just blasting at Demon Reach. Yeah, I get the impression well, that they're basically just brute forcing it, like straight yeah. right. And and it may, so like to, to provide a little bit of leverage for a theory, right? It may not be that they're all directly feeding their energy into Lily and Maeve. It may be that, you know, the guys in the back are healing and buffing the guys in front of them and then on. And then the first tier behind them are like feeding their power in or something like that. So there there's ways to spin it, but ultimately it's what's happening and they're literally just like blasting with you know demon reach with raw magic as near as we can tell until he yeah. eventually and folds the fact that both lily and mave are able to leave it at any time just leaving the other person to try to take it up that's not a ritual because rituals you can't break like that that's that's a fair point you know yeah i was just hoping that maybe this would be a nice little plot hook uh, to kind of cheat the system a bit. Maybe it's not 13. Maybe there are ways around that, but it comes with its own dangers. Oh, it uh, it also seems like something... mortal magic. Right. Uh, that's true, too. That's true, too. I mean, because there's 13 members of the... There are 13 total members, as we're going to find out, of the Grey Council. Now, we know at least one of them is not a mortal, per se. Well, he's sort of mortal. Right. But... Well, and, and if we're talking about the 20, you know, are they the same ritual or are they parallel rituals, you know, so that that'd be another way around the logic where, you know, you've got 10 on one side, 10 on the other. They're just one is doing their ice version and one's doing their fire version or whatever. So. Although to be fair, Maeve does go on to say pretty soon after this that she can't do this by herself. So she does need Lily there, even right. if she can step away for a moment. She can't hold the assault by herself. Yeah, neither right. one of them can, but they can all step away and but it together, doesn't fall apart and then jump back in. Combined. Well, and do other they're things. I mean, Maeve is shooting, a, is shooting a glamour while she's doing this. and I mean, you know, try and get Harry while he's using Little Chicago to also uh, throw a fireball at someone. It's just it's not going to work for him. All right. Are we ready? Are we ready for the twist? 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 It's not twist, really. Twist. So, what do you, what do you Lily, mean? Lily gets Nobody... stopped from murdering Harry, and she goes back to blasting a demon reach. And then Fix and Harry talk about everything that's been going on. And Harry starts to explain things. Or does he sum up? Sorry. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Same effect. So he's using logic, go figure. Yeah. Right? It's like if if there was ever a time that Maeve just said, I can't be lying because I have to be telling the truth. So this is the what it is. And if that was wrong, 
what would how bad would this be right now and Lil- or fix just goes oh fuck right <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> yeah then i think harry says some more things and fix goes fuck again just right. gets worse and worse right and I mean, doesn't he, doesn't he pretty much say like, you know, we'll go after Maeve, but you're not to touch Lily or some nonsense because it's fixed. Maybe I'm filling that in, but you know, like they just kind of focus in on Maeve because it's like, he's not going to go against his lady still. But, yeah. I mean, and Maeve is the bad guy as like, Harry actually explained that the adversary had gotten into the Lananchi and then it, he says it slipped into the water supply or something like that to get into Maeve. Mm-hmm. And that's when she couldn't be trusted it was Maeve's idea to get to demon reach mm-hmm. and uh they needed to stop Maeve because she was the actual problem fix or lily and everyone else has just been duped gotcha yeah and harry also as a, a ted trying to get fix to trust him says my daughter's in town she's gonna die right yeah it's a huge thing to reveal to someone who could easily use that against him right which Harry's like, well, this is dumb, but it's a gambit, so let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, when it comes and, to secrets, I mean, let's face it, he he tells a lot, a lot of people end up knowing this by the time we're done with this series now, right? Yeah. But it also it, it kind of belies a fair bit of trust in Fix, you know, and just kind of furthers that relationship, you know, too. So, yep. So, and then this is the part where uh, Harry takes the nail. And he puts it in his teeth because he's going to use the winter mantle because he's all out of gas mm. to do the ice claws and stuff. Gotcha. And that's when he gets full winter for a few minutes. Right. And Harry's going to take Maeve and Fix needs to go against everyone else. Gotcha. Because that's equal. Well, you know. Yeah, it's been so long since I fought just one person versus 12, so... It just keeps rolling, man. It, these the references just never stop. So, <laughs> and so I think it was just they were kind of running around Maeve until Harry tried to pounce. Maeve knew just a little bit before, and Harry got like held up by some guys, and Maeve was trying to convince Harry to go full winter even more. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, Probably because she knew she could manipulate the mantle at that point, you know. So. Maybe, but maybe she was hoping to infect him with a certain amount of intimacy, or maybe just have fun killing him, as we could possibly see with Cold Case. Well, I mean, she is. Well, like, either way, uh, he'd be given into his base drive, so he'd become animalistic right then and there, and she could right. Able right. She could do the praying mantis thing. You know. Either way, it works. I'm sure she would have happily had sex with him right then and there while they were. <laughs> right. Or attempted to. Yes. I mean, unless, you know, until or unless we find out the night is the loophole because all those shippers want it to be so. <laughs> you just hear how happy he is to hear that. Right. He's like, I, yeah, he, EG hates that he even said those words. That's, that's how Listen, I, once upon a time, I purported the idea that you, that the night and the lady could be intimate together before Cold Case came out. So I'm not. 100% opposed to the idea of the night being the low pro. I don't really care because I don't care about shipping. The only ship I hate is Murphy because I hate Murphy. That has nothing to do with the ship. Right. Sorry, that ship's unsinkable. So nah, yeah. <laughs> now that I've declared it, it's totally going down. But <laughs> I still think it's better than Molly. Oh, yeah. Leaks. Mm-hmm. I don't need him to be with anyone. It doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> Honestly, if he should hook up with uh, someone totally out of left field, like uh, you know Vince Graver or something, <laughs> throw everybody off. Wow, yeah, that would that would definitely I would not see that coming. So right, <laughs> your expectations yeah. would be subverted. Yeah, it's true. I'm trying to think. I mean, no, I think one of the greater subversions is if it was going to be what's like Alicia the next in line, you know, because because again, over <laughs> 200 years, like she's going to grow up. Harry's mm. going to break his idea that, you know, sleeping around with Michael's kids is taboo, right? So Just know, work so. his way down as they reach age. Well, I was going to say, but by that time, crazy, she'll be like 80. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that, that's that's why a I'm, no from me, dog. <laughs> that, so to make this sound less gross, because I, I can't wait for the sound bites that are going to come out of this mm. episode. 
sense the sarcasm, you intelligent fucks. So in any case, that's why I, I can't argue the Molly thing and Harry thing, because you're basically, you know, standing up multiple hundreds of years versus the I, I won't sleep with my best friend's daughter, which it's like, mo there are a lot of people that won't hold that line, uh, let alone for 200 years. So, you know, I'm just, I, I don't think Harry's ever going to cross it, which is why I don't think that him and Molly is ever, ever going to happen, even if Harry never gets free of the mantle and Molly never gets free of the mantle and so forth. Like, I don't think that's ever going to happen, even if the knight and the lady is the loophole and whatever. Because, I mean, the loophole argument, I think about I don't agree now, with like the loophole fix, argument at all because what Mab said are in sleeping case. together. Cold case. So, well, attempted to maybe. Well, Fix unless the, you know, are literally, if the, if the, they share a bed. That doesn't the, mean they're having sex. If the night mantle True. makes you impotent, that could always be written in. That's the Which, point. Which, magical birth control aside, yeah, like right. the she are kind of funny about fertility in general anyway, because like pretty much like when you have sex with a she, you have a baby, but that's mostly because that's what they want. Like even in real life, it's not 100%. Just assume it's going to happen if you sleep with somebody with without using protection or whatever. But... You know, it's Besides, the real loophole is that she can sleep with other girls, and that's far more titillating for a noir series. This is I like that answer weirder. a lot better. So, so yeah. anyway, <laughs> Harry kills no. So Harry kills this, no one. This episode, as per usual, the kills get stolen from him. <laughs> Harry kills no one, and yet he gets blamed for it every time. Yeah, I mean, he killed Aurora that one time. No, that was genuinely his. No. That Wasn't was it? mostly the work of the little people cutting her with iron, and then she just kind of bled out. But and they were his. Like, there was no kill vassals. shot. It doesn't matter. There was no kill shot. Look, then, then Harry stole Lloyd's slate from Mad right. Mab gave it to him. I was going to say, that's not really a steal if she's like putting him on the table and saying, have at it. And he killed Lucio, just saying, that <laughs> bastard. So. And that didn't even work because <laughs> she came back later. Right. Both of them uh, did the bad guy and the good guy. Is there anything else before, you know? No, let's go. Let's finish. We need to finish. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's so done with this book. Yeah. So Maeve is yelling at Harry, and she says, tear him to pieces, and then mud monsters come out of the ground and start attacking the Fae. Which is really funny, because with the intellectus, you'd think he would have known that the island had mud monsters. But so. he has to actually ask the question. So say, he, probably always... knows, he probably knows now that he's been there for a year and did the security defense thing. Yeah, right. but like he was thinking of how can I see Fix with all this fog? Oh yeah, I don't need to see him. Like he <laughs> has to actually ask the question every time. So he has to be smart enough to ask the question. Right. No, that's not usually the case. Right. Until the and he even talks about that in a turncoat. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so the mud monsters come out and then they kill everybody because yeah. that's totally a thing that happens. Yeah. Well, Mouse is going at it and having fun. And they right. take the non-combatant people, I guess, into the cottage right. because where else are they going to go? Right. And only some of the people got in, I think. Molly was out playing Invisible Girl. Right. And Murphy got pulled out by the gun, by the rawhead. And that's when Harry decides he has to run out and do something. Gotcha. After Sarissa goes a little crazy and saying we should run and get out and go to the Never Never because that would be the great idea to do on Demon Reach. Right. Totally fine. Even if she doesn't know what Demon Reach is, she should be feeling exactly what Demon Reach does to everyone else. So that is a bad idea. I mean, she was going crazy. Yeah. And there's, there's no evidence that she's more clued in other than to like the fairy side of things, I guess. Right. Maybe if she lives on in the Never Never side, she could know, but. She's I'm, not like a wizard, right? Well, like, no, I mean, I'm, she, could, she could probably sense it in general. You know, kind of like how ancient Mai was able to, she didn't necessarily know what was down there, but she was... But know, that affects even normal mortals, like, like Murphy and, right. and everyone else. They're, they're getting that feeling of, go the fuck away, or this is a bad place. But uh, I, I could argue it. The point, the point is, like, you could be squicked out by other reasons than opening a hole to the never-never here is going to wind you up literally in hell. Or a version of it that you don't want to be in. <laughs> so, well, anyway. I mean, to be fair, that's most of the Never Never anyway you shouldn't want to be in. She doesn't even want to be in Winter. And that's her mom. Yeah. Spoilers. 
So they go out of the cottage because Maeve is going to hurt everyone out there, like Mouse and Thomas and Karen. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Look, the dog. Come on. You can't hate the dog. Molly is dog. still dog. invisible. Um, right. So Maeve is gloating and like she kicks Karen and stuff. And this is when she shoots Mac in the belly and she just says, oh, the bartender, isn't this ironic? And shoots him. Mm. Ironic how? Because he's watching. Because we'll find out in about eleven he books. Shot her oh. in the belly one time. And she says, "Ah, the bartender irony there. Getting a good view, are you?" See, watching. Uh huh. Please allow me to make sure you don't get bored. This is a participation sport, and shoots him. And then he does nothing for several pages. Uh, he grunts and falls down. Yeah. Mostly, probably is in a whole lot of pain, and maybe about we don't know how, how much pain he's actually in. How awesome sexist is this time of year? Like, <laughs> no. Either way, and then well, hope is lost. Maeve sees Sarissa, and they start having their family feud, mm-hmm. and going off with like, "What? Why do you have to steal everything from me? Like, why would I want to steal anything from you?" Back and forth. You back stole and forth. all my boyfriends. Oh, it's funny. The guy let she, them breathe. He says that line is like yeah. one that you accidentally left alive. Yeah, which <laughs> right. just sounds really. But also, well, now that you know. Yeah. yeah also, spoilers because the the mantle. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. So. It, so Maven Sarissa are what 150 years old. We think, right? Perhaps yeah. a little old. We know that Maven has 150 shirking... years of. Maeve has been, yeah, shirking her duties for like 200 years, right? So 150, 200 something. So they're in that range, and I think there was a worded Jim somewhere that their father was like an Austrian composer or something, which set people to researching a whole bunch. So it's either Mozart or Schubert. 17 or 1800? Yeah. I lean towards Schubert because of his late work and revolving around I think one of his last great works was called Winter Ice or something. That's fun. So that's, uh, I mean, either way, it's probably one of those two. All right. So one of the things that people kept thinking about Molly is when she became the winter lady is it has something to do with her being a virgin, right? Because Mm. of the way that the mantle protects itself. But do we really think that Sarissa in her 150, 200 years old is a virgin as well? Maybe the the thing is just that you can't be a mother. Well, that's what it said. It prevents you from becoming a mother. It's not even taking a chance. Where that's the other thing too, though. Like, is is Molly? Like, I I know we she, only think it, right? I know she's mostly up through like, well, through proven guilty, she's definitely like a virgin. Right, right. But after that, know. we have no idea. Yeah. So I would not be surprised that she isn't. I don't think you have to be, you know, virginal, untouched, and pure. I think you just have to not be able to become a mother so you don't get right. to have sex with anyone who can make that happen. So I think with the way the cold case went, people are assuming that she's still a virgin and I just, it's, it can't be a requirement if it worked for Sarissa and that's just so unlikely. Right. I mean, to be fair, I think the literal definition of maiden is a girl or young woman, especially an unmarried one. So that doesn't, while that's in the old time, he does seem to imply an overlap there. It doesn't. Get well, yeah, it often long. gets, you know, in so. the same way that uh, names and, and definitions always end up overlapping and becoming. But right, yeah, your your parents want you to think that she was a maiden up until they got married, but that's not necessarily how that works. So, right. Yeah, you had a perfectly healthy pregnancy of only six months. Right. And I can't, I'm not even going to get into that. I've already, I've already pissed off one group of people. I'm not even going to get into What's another? Immaculate conception. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Maeve is mad at Sarissa for wearing that scandalous dress at the birthday party when Maeve was wearing rhinestones. They are diamonds. Right. Love the bad shit crazy. It's important detail. She's not cheap. Diamonds are boring. They are. But, you know, she's a crazy person. Yeah. So then this is when Harry Clouson is like, oh, you're not just 
people of Winder, your sisters, you're identical, identical twins. Not right. identical twins. Not identically the same. Exactly thing. identical twins. Right. And we get Does more from him and his, himself and Thomas bickering. I guess. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Is he having one of those Ariana moments where it's like, oh, you're fighting like family? You know? Yeah. So. Huh? Yeah. Anyway. There was another thought. Oh, when Harry asked, okay, what happened? How did you become like this state of craziness? And Maeve immediately says, well, she chose to be she. Okay. And Sarissa just didn't choose at all. So changelings can choose to be human and then they're just human or are they stuck being a changeling or something well no you could choose I mean, either way or you can accept the difference you either choose or you don't choose at all Sarissa's is in the middle but she could have chosen to either stay wholly human or be fully but she's okay. still not wholly human she's a changeling because she's right. also hundreds of years old right. well, why she's would you choose why would you choose human because you would you know well would die. i think lily probably should have done it at some point old. Well, she. Here's the thing with Lily. Lily's a fun. Not to get too, too, too deep in the woods again because we are going to finish this damn book. But <laughs> Lily was technically the Summer Night first, and you have to be mortal to do that. So there is a short period of time where she could have been forced to choose, and been wholly mortal, and then she got the the queen mantle so that also doubly hit her hard as time was going on and she was eroding away well i, mean, well, I, I think the, the point was night. i thought the point was that she was frozen in stone and she was just shocked and there was no moment of choice i think that you could read that as being deliberate on uh aurora's part to get her in stone immediately so there's no time to make a choice because if she did make the choice then that would be Bad news bears. No, but that's what I'm saying. Once the medal was in her, that's it. The choice is made. Right. Whether she actively chose thing. it or not, she she's she's got to be mortal to have it. It's the same now you could argue Sarissa. she was stuck in the middle because she was mortal enough, kind of like how Thomas is. Sure, but you know, I, I'm not saying it's one way or the other. I'm just saying that was uh, an area of thought that maybe she was had it a little extra hard because she went down. She ended up going down the mortal route. Well, I'm thinking Ronald Rule died. At the end of Summer Night, Harry asked her if she had made a choice, and she said, no, I'm still me. She was still a changeling even with the lady. She doesn't know about Jack all. (laughs) So I take whatever she says with a fat grain of salt. (laughs) Do we know the time frame on on when uh, Ronald Rule died and when uh, uh, Lily was given the mantle, and when Lily was turned into stone by Aurora, like, was it possible that she was pretty immediate? Because otherwise, yeah. they would have known where the mantle was. Which yeah. right. is it possible she was turned into stone before, or yep. did no? Because the no, stone was immutable, that's why it needed the unraveling. Right. That, oh, that okay. would be my rule dies, well. and it's and the mantle goes to Aurora because she was the nearest. Um, okay, then, then it seems like right. a, the same act that she gets turned to stone. Right. So even if it's uh, not right, she that gets second, the mantle. She does have Lily then because the, her her gang is hiring Harry within a couple of chapters of him going to Rule's apartment, right? Mm-hmm. So she's and we see her working on the sculpture when he goes to visit Aurora of Lily. Like that's actually Lily that she's playing around with in the clay or whatever so it had to have been pretty immediately after because otherwise titania would have seen the mantle sitting in aurora well Well, the queens i i think the queens know what's going on anyway but that's not the more important part right like that it seems to be it seems to be a big part of that like and the same thing with harry talking to the mothers even in like cold days like they all fucking know exactly what's going on well the mothers do but Mab and Titania didn't know. There would no, be no Mab, reason for them Mab, to be fighting then if they knew. Mab knew she had to. No, so. she just knew she didn't do it. So she she knew she didn't do That's it. True. Probably a pretty decent chance that Maeve didn't do it. So the imbalance is still there and needs to be rectified, but they need to actually fix the balance of get the night mantle back. It's like when Harry, it when Harry tells her what happened, she you, she gets that look like Mother Summer does where she understands everything instantly. But she didn't know before that. She just knew, hey, I'm not to blame. What the hell are you mad at me for? 
Well, but no, because I'm following you, right? But what I, where I'm interjecting a little bit more is the fact that like Mab knew that she didn't do it. She also knew she wasn't ever going to be able to convince Titania of that fact. And so she had to marshal her forces because that's the balance. She, Mab wasn't doing it because like, well, what are you mad at me for or whatever? She, she knew all the reasons why Titania was doing what she was doing. But I mean, I guess you could argue that Titania didn't know, sure, but Mab pretty much did, or at least effectively did, because it wasn't her, so it had to be, you know. Well, it didn't have to be. It, it could. It didn't have to be Aurora. That's the point. Like, even if she she knows she doesn't take it, right? Titania is right. never going to believe that one way or the other. She's never going to believe. Even if Mab knew that Aurora took it, she would never believe Mab over Aurora, anyway. Right. So, and they say later on that they're beyond words now. They're going to fight. Right. So it, it doesn't, it's, it's really not, I don't think it was that Mab knew for sure I mean, Aurora had it. Even she if they knew, knew Aurora sure. did it, and basically if you take everything out except for the unraveling or whatever, what am I trying to say? I don't know. If they know Aurora did it and they know that the mantle is in stone and stuck and they were not able to get the unraveling at all, they still have to fight it out to equal out the balance. Knowing it isn't enough, getting it back is what the point of it was. Right, the power, getting the power back. Yeah. Yeah. One or, or I'm sure they would have accepted also crippling summer's power, or winter's power in some way, getting rid of the sure. But they would have to take but away the night's mantle the to make it balance again, yeah. yeah. Right, well, that's probably why they were also focused on holding the table. Mab can't, you know, that's what they said. Mab can't put the power into the summer of the summer night mantle into winter if summer still has the table mm-hmm. so they she again they were still going by the whole they they assumed mab did it obviously and mab just knew she didn't do it yes she had to she was going to defend one way or the other but i don't think she directly knew for sure aurora was going to do it because I, I mean she basically says know was who was infected Mab and Titania must have known someone was infected to d- done something like that because it had to have been one of the queens, and that's bad. So, well, not necessarily. I mean, if they knew it was one of the queens, then by that logic, Titania should have known it was Aurora because she knew it wasn't her. She knew it wasn't Mother Summer because they can't do that sort of thing. Maybe she did though, right? Because like in her conversation with Harry, in hindsight, she knew that Aurora needed to be destroyed, but she's also a mother. And the difference between Mab and Titania in that case is that Titania would never have sacrificed her own daughter, which we see in Cold Days is not the case with Mab. Is that Mab doesn't want to do it directly. That's what she's got Harry for. But Mab will make that sacrifice because that's what it means to be Mab. Whereas Titania would apparently sacrifice reality for her daughter because that's what it means to be Titania. And the, the summer lady, or summer... Mother, queen, whatever queen. Thank you. So, yeah, but I don't. I, hold on. I, I don't know <laughs> that that follows because that would be a system that's kind of designed to fail. If Titania is supposed to protect reality, but because she's the summer mm. queen, she's she not must, supposed, she's to, supposed to protect reality from winter. Does, like, right, exactly. From winter. Does but, Titania even exactly. know that the gates exist? Oh yeah, yeah, she does. Sure she does. Titania oh, knows. Okay. Aurora. There, there are have. summer. There's summer right. medics there. Well, yeah, no, so, okay, but. There's well, still being, a lot of like how many people in winter know that the summer, gates exist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. So so, that, so it can't it can't it can't be that uh, because she's summer queen she would sacrifice reality for her daughter. It's because then why she's is she summer still queen. pissed off at Harry because Harry made the only play that was possible. So why would she still be mad at Harry if she wouldn't be willing to do that? Right? Because that's. That's the crux of the conversation and why she wants to go dark Phoenix on Harry in the garden in cold days is that, you know, she understands that what he did was necessary, but she's also a mother. And then she wants to turn him inside out. There's some element of this calculus we're missing because uh, I think we've constantly been saying that because you have the mantle, it changes who you are, but it doesn't fundamentally do that. There are some things at, at, at the end of the book that never change. This is part of her being more or less part of being who she was before she was a summer queen because she's right. Titania, not because she's the summer queen. She would be willing to sacrifice reality for her daughter, you know, as you say. Maybe that's sure. it's something left over for me, Titania, because otherwise it wouldn't make sense why she would even do this at all. Because no, because that's what summer is. Summer is the 
happy-go-lucky, you know, Disney princess, you know, love and good feelings side of things. Even though Harry says, I think it's even in Summer Night, that it's like, look, they're not all the Disney characters singing Kumbaya and whatever. That's where the ogres and the centaurs and shit come in, right? But at the same time, like, for for all intents and purposes, Summer is the heart. They're, well, that- they're the good side. Whereas Mab and them is the spooky side. You know? Maybe that's maybe that's like the textual thing. I can get that, but it just doesn't make logical sense in the world building perspective why that would be the case. Because that would be a system doomed to fail, right? If that's essentially what the system is, then that's a really bad system that someone no, would essentially fail making, at its job. You're making a lot of other assumptions, like for example, that Nemesis is going to be able to get into the gates and that somebody's going to be able to get to summer. And there are multiple layers of defense, right? We don't have to mount the defense only from summer's side, right? Like, yes, Titania at any point in time could literally willfully make the decision not to do anything to balance winter. And that would doom the world and possibly reality. That's literally the point of summer is that she is a counterbalance to winter. So literally at any point, whether there's outsiders or nemesis or anything like that, they could go off the rails like what almost happened in summer night and they could end the world by breaking the balance. That's a choice that theoretically they could make whether or not the mantles would literally allow them to like, it doesn't matter. The outsiders are just there to push them. Right. That's how precarious of a balance reality is as far as the Shi are concerned, right? And then you find out in cold days that that balance is so precarious that if Mab took one of her little fingers off of the gates and used it to crush the summer court, nobody could stop her. But she would have to sacrifice reality in the process. So maybe there's, maybe there's such a thing we're missing, though, is that it's maybe it's not from Summer's perspective at all. Because it's a deterrent, look at it from Winter's perspective. To set to protect reality, you need winter. Winter is what protects reality essentially right. uh, from the outsiders. And winter is the kind of thing that would not just destroy the outsiders, but destroy reality, unless there was some deterrent that winter were scared of. And winter is scared of winter or respects winter or uh, winter summer. respects summer. And right. thus, yeah. So. It's because winter is the kind of thing that it is, that summer is the way it is. It's not essential to summer that summer is protecting reality, really. It's, it kind it's, of has a it's weird idea of what it is. It's all counterbalance. It's all equally necessary. That's the point of being in a perfect balance, right? So yes, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, that winter is the way that it is because it has to be to defend the gates. And so summer is what it is as a foil to winter. I can buy that. But at the same time, like, summer is just as critical at defending reality then at that point as anything else it's not defending reality versus the outsiders it's defending reality against winter it's the check to to winter's power and really in a weird way it's a check to winter's overflow of power right because again 90 plus percent of their power base is at the wall protecting reality well it's really a check against because the way mother says it summer says it is it's to protect you all of you from Matt right. because which I is still laughable Matt's calculus being the same kind of thing as Nicodemus's all these pesky mortals that can summon outsiders in wouldn't it be nice if maybe there were a few less of them right except that the she especially are dependent on mortals which is why the say all, grim, but a few less you know, yeah I mean there's, so. there's there's a word of Jim out there about how Mab's willing to sacrifice any anything she can and and needs to in order to do her job so right i i mean it'd be it'd be neat to have those two have coffee at some point and discuss like really bad i i would think you'd see my point of view why don't we just wipe out humanity together and then her come up with some classy reason why she's not that kind of lawful evil but you know anyway right you, know, you have to save humanity or end, end humanity suffering the only way to end humanity suffering is to end humanity and Mab's like the a giant computer villain like a brainiac and that's right. not yeah, that doesn't fit. Right. Uh, anyway, whether, we had, uh, our, we had our tangent. We're ending this book. Let's go. <laughs> so Maeve kills. Okay. Uh, well, wait. There's, there's there is one important thing. Oh, there's for one fuck's sake, thing. man! No, 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 no. This is an important line. You keep talking about choice. Uh, Mab shows up. Not yet. Eh. Oh wait. Spoilers. Yeah. Right. Continue. Let me oh. direct. Jeez. Okay, that's why I was like, "Come on." <laughs> Maeve and Sarissa talking about mommy issues, 
And Sarissa basically asking, you know you're sick, please let us help you. And Maeve is crying and throwing more fits. And she's she's done everything she can to keep Mab away so that Maeve can win, but she's also hilariously upset that Mab isn't there to stop her because that would show Mab's love. But she also gets righteous angry when Mab does show up. Love that kind of craziness. And Harry is thinking for a lot longer than it should take for him to realize that, oh yeah, Mab could be here to fix things. And then he Wait summons her this immediately. This giant hilltop is a giant circle. Yeah, so when Maeve is screaming, like, where is she, Sarissa? Where's mommy that could fix all of this or whatever? And Harry's going like, this is bad. This is really bad. Oh, yeah, I could summon her. Yeah, mad, 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 I summoned thee. Oh, God. <laughs> That's just way too much thinking I, before that. I was thinking the shooting happened before that, but I, I realized that it was part of their, you know, her throwing a fit as you were describing it, so. Yeah, all right. And uh, Mab shows up. Okay. And now... She talks to Demon Reach. Mab talks to Demon Reach and says, "You could have done handled this differently, or you, but you chose differently." Mab talks to Demon Reach, and Demon Reach chose. It's not because Demon Reach is an extension of Harry's will, or this is what Harry would have wanted, but Demon Reach chose. And that, if Demon Reach, what? How does Demon Reach choose? Is there some kind of choosing that's not free will? It's a fifth dimensional Ooh. construct created so. by the Merlin to protect reality against insiders. I'm sure it's got a measure of AI. We've only seen probably 10% of its power because L Harry literally can't talk to the damn thing without getting a headache and it's not just Bonnie. So anyway. Hold on. <laughs> Mab shows up. She makes all of the fairies stop attacking Demon Reach. She says to Harry, I have heeded your summons, yet I would not enter this domain unless specifically bidden. Have I your permission to do so? Harry says, yes, she does. And then she turned- right? Like, wasn't she like floating yes. a foot off the ground or something? Yes, she descended to the ground. And then she turns to Demon Reach after she has gotten permission from the warden and says, thank you for your restraint and not obliterating them. Right, yeah. which is the other thing. And your assistance in this matter, you could have reacted differently, but chose not to. I am aware of the decision; it will not be forgotten. Yes. Right. So, she chose got and from decision. Harry, and then chose to to speak to Demon Reach, and now Albert, Alfred, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, let's Alfred. Be fair, Harry's kind of an idiot. Power. Alfred's the the adult on site right now. So, yeah. Okay. And she turns to Harry and says, "Finally, you summoned me." And he says, <laughs> right. there's been a lot on my mind. That will not likely to change. Improve your mind. And then he actually gets smart and shut up. <laughs> and then For a Maven, moment. Yeah. Maeve and Mab go back and forth at each other. Unhappily. Well, from one of their perspectives. Well, they're both unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Lily gets popped in the dome. Yeah. No one controls With me. With a Just... And Sarissa becomes yeah. a, a lady of summer. Yay. Yeah. Maeve shoots Lily. The end. Uh, Everybody thanks. lives happily ever after. Super oh, fix. Poor fix. You can't fix yeah. her. Bad well, and I mean, because the, the important part is Murphy pulls a gun from somewhere, right? And shoots Maeve, right? So, uh, sort of, eventually. Yeah, because Mab, Mab bullets her. Yeah. Right. Because so, wasn't she like frozen by will or some nonsense? She has ice bindings oh, on okay. her hands and ankles, sort of hogtied. Um, when Maeve is thinking that she's won because Sarissa has now been, uh, her mantle has been passed into the nearest vessel, which was Sarissa, the only one that Maeve was aware of. Right. Thinking that and she's that she won. Be personally beat her because she took her daughter away. Yes. Right? Her other daughter. And then Mab looks into the sky like Yoda and says, no, there is another. Mm -hmm. And then Murphy shoots Maeve. So I'm just fast forwarding because we've got two minutes to wrap this up. So we can go five minutes over. <laughs> the onions have been taken care of. 25 minutes. So, okay. yeah. And, and, and then, then Molly so, becomes Winter Lady. Right. And then Harry's like, hey, where's Molly? And then you hear her gasp invisibly from somewhere else and fall over. You'd be like, motherfucker, are you kidding me right now? Well, I can't catch he, gets, he gets the visual of the snake like shooting into her. There's a little discussion of the idea of choice and free will, which is very interesting. 
and feel like we should discuss it, even though that would probably make a tangent. Uh, Let's do well, it. we'll save it for the next episode. We're not we'll doing a part book seven proper, and then we'll do tangents because we can go back to this whole whether or not. Okay. Who knew so who stole the summer night mantle and stuff? For later, then. So next episode, we're apparently doing all of the tangents that we took out of this one. Yay. Okay, choice I and power varies. Yeah, we needed to fucking do a bunch of cosmology episodes. I think. <laughs> a bunch. Yeah, because they keep distracting us. Okay. May uh, Harry finally figures out what it means to be a vessel for something and uh, Maeve is not one as much as she thinks she has and she's lying to herself and Maeve says two plus two is five and is about to kill Harry. Mab moves her little finger. Karen's hands flew out from from behind her back in a shower of broken ships of black ice. She tore her little holdout gun from a concealed ankle holster. Two shots ring out. One of them narrowly misses Harry and one of them goes through Maeve's skull. Thank God Karen's a marksman. Right? Yeah. And Harry's going to be blamed for Maeve's death, even though Karen is the one who did it and Mab led her. Because, according to Winter Law, Murphy is Harry's vassal. Just saying. She might be really upset to hear that. I, well, well, that's, I mean, that's why I wanted to put that out there for all the people that would that would irritate. Like, I don't care. But yeah, like, in this to moment. Be, to, to be fair, there's only who's going to blame him? Mab, she's the one who sent him to do this in the first place. She's not Titania. She's not going to have the same right. harboring a grudge thing. Well, in the Once same way that Harry gets blamed for killing Aurora, even though it was... Right. But that's what I'm saying. There's right. only... The, that only matters insofar as Titania on any given moment would like to tear his throat out. Right. Mab doesn't. I mean, she would like to because that's what she likes to do in general. Right. But she's, for her, it's she doesn't, she, she's not like, I'm going to kill you because you killed my daughter when she's contracting him to do the job. Right. All right. So the uh, let's see. Was I think it was a snake-like thing that came out of Maeve yeah. goes into Molly. And Molly kind Summer of collapses just like Sarissa. Winter gets a serpent. Summer yeah. gets a, what a phoenix or hawk, hawk, hawk something. Uh, and then now that all the fighting is over, they take everyone into the cottage again. All of the other fairy coteries are trying to not make much noise and get attention and they get told to go down as far as the hill that they can and don't do anything or else they'll get smushed. Right. <laughs> uh, Harry gets the gun from Karen and demands Mab go into the woods and talk to him. And Harry threatens to kill Mab because that's a great idea. Right. All around fucking classic, classic Harry and classic Mab though, because she's like, so fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. see what happens but understand right. what's gonna happen right yeah. and and then he's like damn it and then she's like do it again and i will turn you inside out for fun like so but then he makes a more credible threat and she mm. gives him at least the head nod of him being worth the trouble right yeah, yeah. finally a knight that's worth the trouble right. although that threat gets less credible in the next book when she steps right onto the dock and it's like all right let's let's go it's it's probably it's probably the difference between like right now there is an angry dog ready to fight versus like you know she just comes into the area like in the future because it's like Alfred's like I'm gonna fucking explode at any fucking moment somebody push me and Mab's like yeah that would be generally a bad idea whereas like when she shows up later it's like okay it's gonna take a little bit of time before he comes after me so. and at when she arrives in skin game, she's also saying, if you don't do this, your head's going to explode in three days. Right. Oh, sure. And plus, Harry's got better understanding now of what Mab's importance is, so he'd never do it anyway. Yeah, right. because he doesn't want Molly to have the queen mantle as well. Well, yeah, no, that's, that's now. But I mean, well, it still game. still kind of shows up or like. Right. But he, has to, be, he has to point black be told that again, because again, he's not thinking. That's smart. Yeah. No, no brain. Right. Then so he, and, talk, he and Kringle have a nice talk after. Eh, they talk about Molly, and uh, they, Mab says, it was not my intention for her to replace Maeve. Frankly, I would have considered her a better candidate to, for summer, but I disagree. I think Molly would be best for winter for the same reasons that Harry is. And she also says that Molly was made ready for as a contingency, but like she was positioned for a different sense of action. But we don't get to know what that is yet. Apparently. Right. 
They're just well, a one could very line. well have been Summer. I mean, there's nobody in their right mind is thinking Lily's capable of his job. We have to have something for Maggie to do in the big apocalyptic trilogy. There you go. Uh, you fuck! I can't believe she you even put that make in my head. Before the BAT starts, I don't think so. I mean, but Maggie's going to become here. a master wizard. No. Um, did we skip there, over the whole thing with Mac? Because you know that's a whole no, bunch more eye waggling. So. There, there is something to that conversation with uh, with Mab. Uh, she identifies it not just as what we always call it the athame. It's Morgana's athame. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that we know about this that we can talk about? Um, just that well, she, she word was, of gym stuff. Yeah, I mean, she I mean there's info on it, but there's not. It's not anything that's really come up in the books yet. Right. Because the first time it comes up, it's. I mean, they they hint at the importance of, of not what the athame is, but whose it is. Mm -hmm. And, the word and that's why it was worth trading Amarakius for. Right. Uh, and that was the vessel uh, for infecting Leah, which obviously had huge ramifications. Right. Right. But it's basically, you know, it was it's a ritual knife, kind of like the other one, which is an older, stronger one that that Harry uses to kill Slate. Um, that's Medea's Bodkin. Hmm. Yeah, that must be much older. Um, Mab and Harry talking about how they've affected Molly, and Mab says, "Well, like you've manipulated her just as much as I have. You've been changing her into a different person. So how is this any different?" And Harry's just mad and isn't able to say much. Yeah, he's like, no, I didn't do that. He's like, no, no, no. What you didn't do is allow yourself to think you were doing that. Yeah. Eventually, he is trying to press her of, like, was it hard for you? And she uh, eventually just says, I was mortal once, too, and then I think goes away. It's probably the one time we see Matt, if not exactly weak, then almost human. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he said as much. He saw vulnerability yeah. and uncertainty. Yeah, at least yeah. in his viewpoint. Mm -hmm. Before she goes away, though, the thing with Mac—that's this moment, right? Like she goes when they go okay. into the into. Oh, that the, happens off screen. Yeah, it, it does. It. Yeah. Oh, so okay. he goes and sleeps. He wakes up and talks to Kringle, and Kringle had a very fun night, and he is now Santa Claus. And then he says something about masks and mantles trade around all the time on Halloween, and he leans down and he's like. Odin's face instead of Kringle. And Harry gets clued in on something that should have been kind of obvious. He right. walks away to sing, whistling Here Comes Santa Claus. Right. I thought he was singing it in a, yeah. Oh, humbling Here Comes Santa Claus in a rumbling bass voice. Then he goes more into the cottage, I guess, again, and talks with Karen. And Karen explains that Mav had walked in saw that he was hurt, shoved her hand in his gut, pulled out the bullet, and Mac was unconscious and healed right up within an hour. Probably. So he's Wolverine. Without no, Wolverine's hair. instantaneous. Oh, okay. I've yet to hear Mac say bub. But, okay. Mac doesn't say He anything. doesn't say much at all. <laughs> right? is, is so Mac that's Canadian? how he's hiding it. Yeah, that's how he's hiding that he's Canadian. Yeah. Right. A- And anyway, Harry ends up staying on the island. Yeah, after they have a, a thing of, let's have a relationship, but not yet because now I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's not the right season for it yet. Yeah, that's a springtime thing. Maybe summer. Yep. Doesn't it, like, this is the one that ends with him getting a, a branch from the oldest tree, right? Mm -hmm. and yeah. His, he stays on the island. Staff. He's going to make himself a new branch. A new, a, new, a new staff. And, yeah. uh, and he ends up staying there for a year. Right. Basically. Yeah. Uh, and then you... the first thing that he says when they show up in the next one is, You motherfuckers. <laughs> no, you the first thing he says is parkour. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then the book's over. Yay. <laughs> Woo. Oh, Great. Thank God. And then we get to the best book in the series so far. Changes? Hmm. Skin games? <laughs> Oh, turncoat Ghost story, turncoat easily. Skin talking. games, oh, full moon. What? Get okay, the kick him fuck out. all the way out, man. Like, do right, not even you, let the door hit your ass. No, you're not allowed to joke about some things. <laughs> uh, no, mine was clearly a joke. You were sincere. Yeah. 
Well, that was the Dresden Files podcast, all right. Sure was a thing. We have just <laughs> finished Cold Days after months. Six. Six, Six episodes. episodes. Yeah, three that months. is easily three months. Yeah. We're not we're not doing that again, again please, for the love we, of God. For a slow read of Skin Game, one episode per we'll chapter. See. Um, so yeah, 46, uh, a... part 46. <laughs> and by then, uh, we'll have, we'll have announcements about when these socks is coming out. Yeah. We'll just have the Hopefully. announcement of there's more news coming. Yeah. By part 46. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, we have a bunch of things, uh, with the Dresden Files podcast. Please support the Dresden Files podcast, uh, to help support the Dresden Files podcast. We have, uh, links down in the description below, uh, you can do a number of things. It's a drive through RPG. You know, uh, you can click through that link there. You can donate on our Patreon. Uh, and also, just keep watching. Keep liking the video, subscribing, and all this. We've got a whole bunch of stuff in the Broken Jars Network, too. Not just Dresden Files. But if you like uh, professional simulations, watch Sim Talk with Jacob. But not this Jacob. Uh, it's about simulations. But not SimCity, like just like professional things. Also, there's also High Fantasy. She's on hiatus. Oh, oh. <laughs> how how long is it going to be on hiatus before we stop bringing it up? Like, uh, so fun well, to the say. old episodes are still there. I don't know. Check them out. <laughs> and we also have uh, uh, DMs Anonymous, a uh, support group for uh, all, all people who like Dungeons and & Dragons and DMing and that sort of thing. Andreas, what do you guys talk about this last or next episode? Whatever is relevant. Next episode is to be determined, and last episode was how to include players in your plot, especially because they seem to try to avoid it somehow. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. So true. <laughs> and uh, there's also uh, Great Scott, which is about The Office, the American Office, the better one. Uh, and it's, what is it, are they in season seven or season eight already? I'm not sure. Well, I think they they're in some season. The Simpsons. They may be switching to Simpsons. So I keep, don't know. Uh, That's my suggestion, but they've kind of shot it down. But still, they would just be like the podcast that never ends. The podcast never ends. And that was the Broken Jars Network. Come check us out and stuff. Thank you for watching. This has been a more presentation of the Broken Jars Network. Hello. Hey. Hello, little Justin. Justin Jr. 